are now listening to the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural, no, the debut episode of the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Tonight, we'll be covering demons, and I am joined by my amazing team. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I am Brian, a.k.a. Wolfman. <laughs> I am Andrew Fay, a.k.a. Andrew Fay all day, baby. Hey, I'm Christy from Nightmare Toys. And I'm Brian. You can just call me the other B. The other bitch. Uh, How's how's everyone doing? Good. Really good. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's finally here. It's finally here. I know. I mean, it's it's been a long conversation in the making, but, you know, we uh, we decided that at 9 o'clock at night on Friday, we're going to make something happen. (laughs) Yeah. But we're finally here. So. Well, I think Faye's in a different time zone. Faye, what, what time is it where you are? Let everybody know. So they can 7.42 here in Kansas. 7.42 and he's still sober, everybody. It's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. So uh, where's everybody from? Let's Because uh, obviously maybe, maybe people know. Maybe they don't know. So where's everyone from? I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. I am from Cleveland, the land where the Browns will finally win a Super Bowl. Shit. <laughs> I'm from Wichita, Kansas, right in the right the dead center of America, the the Dingleberry of America, if you will. And I am from the city of sports champions, Boston, Massachusetts. Shit. <laughs> I hate you guys. The land of cheaters, but I'm okay with it because they win me money. I mean, it, it might have been one year, but I neither I will not I will not accept nor deny that that happened. But uh, we did win, so let's just leave it at that. <laughs> say, say one year. I mean, two two is not a winner, and three nobody remembers. Okay, so it's all about number one. <laughs> right on. <laughs> all right, so obviously we're all big horror fanatics in one way or another. But the question be. What is your top three favorite horror films of all time? <laughs> well, why don't you kick us off there, String? What are your three favorites? All right. So I get a lot of flack of this because, you know, I'm old and all. But um, for me, it's got to be Jaws because I think that literally scared the living shit out of anyone that saw it at a certain age. Um, always been a big fan of Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock is a genius. Well, was a genius. With no matter what he did, every movie of his is a gem. And Bride of Frankenstein, because that is the best Universal Monster movie out there. I dare you to call me wrong. I'm not calling you wrong. You are correct on that. You know, I, I I do have to admit, I am a little impressed by your list. I I, I figured it would have been maybe like you know, Rob Zombie's Halloween or something something along those lines. Knowing you, so I think that's cool. <laughs> nice, good list. No, I, I have much better taste than that. I mean, nothing wrong with Rob Zombie's Halloween. I mean, there's a lot wrong with it, but there's nothing wrong with it. 
Oh, don't worry. We're, we're going to touch upon that later on in the podcast. But for now, let's let's continue on. Go ahead, Faye. Lay it on us. <laughs> okay, well, my number three would be The Shining. Uh, oh, you just got a bunch I, of boners going on out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm usually not a fan of, like, the slow burn. But this one, I don't know. I just I stay attached to it. I think it's mostly because of the performances and the tone and the music. And it's just Jack Nicholson is a badass in that movie. He's a badass in any movie he does. That's true. But... I have to agree with that. So, yeah, that's number three. Number two would be the one that got me into horror, like my love and passion for horror, which was the original Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. It's classic. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, because he scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, so I actually didn't officially watch all of them until I was in high school because I was too scared to go back and revisit them. <laughs> and then I fell in love like a little schoolgirl when I watched him in high school. And then uh, my number one though is John Carpenter's The Thing. Ooh, I just a absolutely love that movie. I had the uh, chance of the whole uh, like who's real, like who's human and who's not, and I love all the like the legends behind it. And John Carpenter is just the man with the scores and all that shit. The practical effects are phenomenal. I can watch one, that movie every single day. Yeah. One of my, my drive-ins last Halloween showed on the big screen, and it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was awesome. Faye, when, uh, when you rewatched Nightmare on Elm Street and you kind of re refined your love for it, did it feel like the first time again? It did. It did. <laughs> Awkward and confusing? Fantastic. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Discovering your first pube. <laughs> All right, Christy, Christy, how about you? Yeah. All right. Upon so us. For me, I love 80s, anything 80s, and I love slashers. So my most favorite movie is April Fool's Day. Um, yeah. And then I would have to say my second would be Sleepaway Camp Part 2. Um, it was always my favorite cover every time I went to the video store. And I always pretty much went, rented that every weekend. And my third would be Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I also was a big Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy Krueger fan when I was a kid. So, yeah. That's so, like, favorite. the original Nightmare on Elm Street, or yes. was it a different one? No, the original. And, well, and that and um, part three. I watched part three religiously, but, but yeah. Okay. So, so why, why Sleepaway Camp 2? That seems to be you know the what? one no know. one ever goes for. I don't know. I always liked that one better than part one. Just saying, just for me. I don't know. What, what Was it the ending for part one when they revealed the dick? Was that it? No, it wasn't. Um, I don't know. I just like, I like the whole um, atmosphere, the, all the kills and everything in part two, just a little bit better than I do one. I don't know. I Again, I always rented that almost every weekend. It was my favorite cover, and I think I just... Um, fell in love with that one more than I did part one. I was, I'm trying to remember the cover. Was it the cover that had the glove, the mask, and everything in the backpack? Right, the girl with the backpack, and it had the, the glove, mask, and all that, yeah. Yeah, that, that was always a great cover. All right, other B, what is your top three? My, my top three, no, uh, no specific order here. No specific order. But I would say number one on the list would be The Lost Boys. 
for me that was that was huge for me it's probably one of my favorite movies ever and uh yeah that, that i think that's what kind of did my love for horror was that was that film i loved it um number two is going to be nightbreed i love nightbreed um number three is going to be halloween the original <laughs> the original so not the rob zombie no 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 no, no. <laughs> most certainly not i'd, I'd rather I, i'd I'd rather stab myself in the eye with a spork, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll stick with Halloween. <laughs> wow, with a spork! <laughs> all right, <laughs> handle breaking off and all, right? Oh, there's there's no other way to do it. Go big or go home. That's what I always with say. The, with the spork, he can stab and scoop all at the yep. same time. That's right. Two, two and one. <laughs> I love it. So, was there any films that almost made the cut but didn't make the top three? Uh, for me, for anyone. there's for all of you. There's, there's Scream. I have I have a big fascination with Scream. The first one. Scream. Scream is a good one. I, I, I like Scream. Uh, and I and I love the Universal Monsters myself. I'm big, big, big Frankenstein fan. I love all of the Frankenstein movies, including I've been. You know, that's one of the best ones. I kind of want to rewind it back to screaming. And, you know, I, f- I feel like in a, in a lot of like horror communities, it gets a lot of flack. A lot of people don't really like to give it the justice that it deserves. I, I, I really believe that that helped kind of like rejuvenate the horror, horror genre. It kind of made it like popular oh, it again. Did. And I think a lot of people like to shit on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think though, once it got to scream four and then they had, I don't know, did the TV series launch at that time or after? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Like, I personally love the TV series. I thought it was great. Scream 4, though, I feel like it was 10 years too late. Well, are they I mean, going to make another one? Um, not doing that. Honestly, Rimmer. with, with uh, Wes sadly being gone, I hope they do not. Yeah. That, that's. I mean, I'm sure, you know, whoever ends up with the property um, will probably try to do one down the line to where they'll have a fresh young director come in try <laughs> to do his own spin on it but I think honestly Wes and uh, Kevin Williamson who uh, was really the backbone for that series um, being the writer uh, I think without them being involved together it just it shouldn't be done um, well, we, we right, kind of, right now, I think it would be too soon. Like, save it for like the next generation a little bit. Reintroduce yeah. it to them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, th- that's kind of though what they did with Screen Four, to where they wanted to kind of reboot it. The issue though is that no one saw it. So, my daughter uh, loves it. <laughs> so uh, it looks like Screen Four came out in 2011, while the TV show uh, debuted in 2015. Son of a bitch, it was that long. Wow. It seemed like they were talking about that show at the time when it was released, but you know. I mean it was probably it was probably in the making. It was probably, you know, being discussed and all that, but you know how those things to those things work, they take a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean look how long it took for uh Ash vs. Evil Dead. Which was essentially Evil Dead Four. I haven't finished that series yet. I need to finish that. I like to think that Scream 4 had some interesting casting. What are they? they Alison Brie, Hayden Panettiere, uh, 
Panatera, whatever. However, to pronounce your, her fucking last name, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Girl from <laughs> Heroes. <laughs> I, I want to say it was Rory um, Culkin, one of the Culkin brothers. I, I don't remember who. I know it was one of them. Um, but uh, Anthony Anderson was in there, right? I believe. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, his death was annoying. It was Rory. It was Rory Culkin. Was it Rory? Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, like the cast was very good. Uh, Emma Roberts. Um, yeah, she played Jill. With, with the direction that they took the character, it, it was a unique twist. But um, once again, I think it was just one of those it, people were over it, and it was kind of a ten years too late thing. I think had they done it right after Screen Three, they may have had a shot. Well, I didn't hate it. I I liked it more than Screen Three. I hate Screen Three. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. Faye, why did you hate Scream 3? Your lemon cookies smell like ass. They they got more <laughs> comedic and slapstick with it. Yeah. And well, the, because they changed it, though, at the, like, the last minute because of the school shootings. They had a totally different story written for it. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you had the school shootings, but then when you also bring in a different writer, it kind of throws off the mindset of the cast. So yeah. Kevin Williamson didn't do the third one due to obligations on um what whatever show he was doing at the time, Dawson's Creek, maybe, or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Well, and but, they were um, gonna bring back uh, Matthew Lillard and he was gonna be like the leader of these like school mass shooting type things. That's what he said at a at a panel last year at Frightmare. Yeah. So I mean it's kind of, you know, if you're kind of starting from square one, it you know it kind of stalls franchises, you know, I, I guess. I really didn't mind Screen 3. I did like that we had a we had a little bit of closure for Randy. I did like seeing him pop up on the VHS tape. I, that, that was that was cool. I thought that was a great scene. <laughs> that was probably the best part, I think. <clears throat> I have to go back and rewatch that. <laughs> Okay, so it is um, where are we in March? So all these cons are starting up now. I mean, obviously we're all looking forward to Text Frightmare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is there any cons that you're looking forward to that people may not know of or unsure of um, that you guys are looking forward to, or? With Text Frightmare, who is the one you're most excited to see there? At Texas Frightmare? Yeah, Texas Frightmare. Or any of them. For me, Good. Texas Frightmare is Robert England, hands down. I haven't met him yet, and I'm completely excited. Yeah. Probably going to cry. Yeah, same. <laughs> Everything you just said, same. I'll be crying with you. So excited to see him. How about you, Brian? I was, You know, I'm going the opposite way. When he was the first guest announced when tickets went up and literally every hotel room sold out. I'm looking forward to Mr. Tim Curry. Yeah. The the man doesn't get the respect. Well, he may get the respect he deserves, but he's just such a great character actor. I mean, Robert Englund is in his own right. Um, some of the roles that he has done are truly rememberable. But, I mean, Tim Curry's probably that one for me this year. Um, 
I, th- I think last year it was um, Clive Barker. This year is Tim Curry. Mother so. Treasure Island, baby. I grew up watching The Worst Witch. I actually had that on my beta machine. That's how old I am. A beta um, <laughs> machine? Good God. Yeah. Beta What's that? I think I'm older than all three y'all. <laughs> is that Matrix? What is that? Um, but I love The Worst Witch, so I remember him from that movie. And then, of course, Clue. Clue is, Clue is one of my favorites. I love um, Clue. Absolutely love that movie. I don't remember if it was this couple weeks ago or coming up, but normally one of my art house theaters does a midnight showing every first Saturday of Rocky Horror Picture Show. For whatever reason, one of the months they're doing Clue. Huh. And they're doing the same style. You get all dressed up, have fun, and it's just a good old time. That would be cool. You going to rock the lingerie there, String? Uh, I, I am not because it's for Clue, you weirdo. Um, still show your love for Tim Curry. <laughs> well, I, Tim Curry was the butler. Like that is frightmare. I, I think I think that'd be ideal. I, we might start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like so. Uh, what about you, Mister Farmer? Who who is that guest that you are looking forward to? Honestly, I, I know. Like when they started announcing the guest list, I, I remember I just kept texting you and I was shitting on it. I was just like, "What the fuck? I expect more from these guys." But uh, that, that you did, I kept telling you, "Give it a chance. Give it a chance." This is true, and I don't like to give anything a chance because I like to jump the gun and point fingers because that's me. But <laughs> when when they announced this one guest, I was fucking amped. I was so glad I bought that damn ticket. It's when they announced Sam Raimi. That was huge for me. I was it. The fact that they got Sam Raimi is mind-blowing. Yeah. You never see his name anywhere for cons. Even the San Diego Comic-Con, I've never seen his name. He he never does them. Like, uh, <clears throat> I was living in California the last few years, as you know, and he never did shit. Like, you would never see him around anywhere. So when I saw that name pop up, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean... Nowadays, like his name is synonymous with the original Spider-Man movies, um, but it, it was really the Evil Dead movies that put him on the map, right? I mean, that I mean, Darkman boosted him a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the one superhero movie to kind of be classified as a horror. Um, I feel like it's more action, but. Um, you know, he took a shot with it and it still holds up today. Well, while you guys kick it with Sam Raimi, I'm gonna go kick it with Joe Bob Riggs. Yes. Mr. Joe, Joe Bob Riggs. Yes. Is anyone else yeah. excited for uh his TV show coming back next week other than me? Yes. Well yeah. You know what's funny? I might be living under a rock, but I had zero idea who he was until up about a month ago. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh. <laughs> that hurts my balls a I little used bit. I watched him in my bedroom when I was a kid. when joe bob was doing monster vision that was my babysitter every saturday night yeah i used to watch monster vision like crazy yeah no i i had zero idea i didn't even know who the fuck he was i was like who is this cowboy guy talking about horror movies cowboy guy (laughs) i want to get a lone star beer signed by him that's all he drinks that that would be good um 
Okay, so other than text primer, is there any cons or conventions coming up that you guys are excited to go to or want to go to? Well, There's one not far one. from me in Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> it's Kansas City Crypticon. Oh, cool. They tend to have a good list, but that's the only one I'll even possibly even attend because just because it's closer to me. No fucking idea right now. <laughs> no fucking idea. I'm, right I'm now. not even sure if they. I'm not even sure if they've announced any area. I, th- I think it's in July is when it takes place, and I haven't been paying too much attention. But I will look into it after I calm down from the trip to Fire Mayor. You know, I'm more focused on that right now. I'll have to look that one up. All right, uh, Christy. Anything by you? Um, uh, I know you do a lot of traveling too. Yeah, um, we're actually Nightmare Toys will be at Days of the Dead in Las Vegas in June. Woo-hoo! So I'm very excited about that. That'll be our first uh, horror convention that we're actually going to be doing and have a booth at. And I don't think they've done a Days of the Dead in Vegas. I think this is our first time in Vegas. So that's going to be where, where. Where is it at? Is it at a convention center? Do they have it at the it's college? It's at the Plaza Hotel, which is down by Fremont Street. The fabulous Plaza Hotel. Yeah, it's at the Plaza Hotel on Fremont Street. It's, Come uh, on down. I think it's June. Yeah, it sounds like you're advertising for the plaza. <laughs> I was just there a few weeks ago. So, I'm sorry, who, who do they have there? I know other people have talked about going to it, and I, for the love of God, don't even know who their guest list is. Um, I know they're having Sid Haig, and he's going to be in costume for photo ops. Um, and I can't remember, you know what? I can't really remember who else right now. I just remember that because I was excited about that. I'm saying, was that the one that Sid and uh, David were doing duo boat, uh, the photo ops for where Sid was going to be Spalding and Dave was going to be um, art? Um, I don't think so. I don't remember them saying, all right, here we go. So Linda Blair will be there. Uh, Malcolm McDowell, Matthew Lillard, D. Snyder, Bill D. Hayes, Snyder, Edward Furlong, Bam Margera. <laughs> Why the hell is Bam Margera? I don't know, on? but he is. <laughs> He's got a still skewing absolutely nothing else. <clears throat> so, that'll be fun, and it's in Vegas. So. All right. Uh, what 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 about you, farmer? What what are you got coming up? Oh man, so we we got a I kind of have a I have a few cons around me. So I have a Rock and Shock in October. Uh, they just announced their first guest was which was uh, Bruce Campbell. He's a uh, they did a, like a long lengthy post how he was the most like the most asked for guest in their fifteen year history and they never were able to get him, but now he's coming in October. So that's that's pretty cool for the uh, the scene around here. Um, yeah. I'm saying- and then, Bruce is always a big name, no matter where he goes to. Yeah, I'm excited to meet him at Texas Bruntner, too. Yeah, I met him at a... I forget the name name of the book. I think it was like the Hail to the Chin. I think that was the book. Um, when I was in California, he was doing a signing at uh, Dark Delicacies, and he had a massive line, like massive all the way up the street. It was... Uh, I was a little surprised that he was that he had a line that big. Yeah, but I met Bruce... Um, here in Cleveland at uh, Wizard World um, at the convention center. I think it was maybe four years ago or so. Um, 
the wait for his line was an hour. And I stood there the entire time. But it, it was cool. He he is probably the one guest that actually took care of his young fans. It seemed like everyone else, you know, the kids just stood there in line, just waiting. Bruce grabbed all the kids and made them go to the front of the line. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. And then during halfway during autographs, there was a conga line going around the entire building. He jumped up and led the conga line and then came running back just to finish autographs. (laughs) Does he sign uh, Funko Pops? Uh, I feel like he does. Um, I know that you can have your own items um, if you had brought them or he had uh, 8x10s available for him to sign. I think the only thing he won't sign is like a certain brand of comic books. Yeah, I guess there, there was some uh, big issue with a certain comic. I'm going to look that up right now. One second. Yeah, yeah Christy, what are you going to have Robert England sign? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really going to bring a whole lot of stuff. I, I'm trying to make like an autograph scrapbook, so I'm probably just going to have him just sign one of his photos he has at the table so I can have it for my scrapbook. That way I don't have to yeah. carry around a bunch of stuff. I'm not sure yet. I'm going the generic glove route. I'm going to have him sign my glove. Mm-hmm. I need to get some more gloves. <laughs> All right, I just came back from the Texas hide and I asked him, and now I got the answer. Um, so it sounds like he will not sign Dynamite brand comic books. Oh. Good to know. I wonder why that is. Yeah, there's, there's got to be something funky with that. That's it's a little a little strange. That we'll, I'm going to have to look into that. That's, that, that's a story. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> Faye, what, uh, what are you going to bring to get signed? Well, I'm bringing the glove to get signed for sure. Uh, I want to get, like I said, the Lone Star beer signed by Joe Bob. Uh, I've been trying to think pretty good of something for like Felissa Rose to sign. I don't know what. I mean, the obvious answer would be like some kind of penis, but <laughs> I don't want to carry around. I, I don't want to carry a penis around in my bag the whole time. And hey, pre-signed, people are like, "What the hell are you doing with that?" <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you wouldn't be the only adult harboring some sort of, you know, fake penis in their bag. So, I mean, maybe you could bring it with you. You know, it could be fun. <laughs> it could be fun in many ways. <clears throat> um, so, the other cons that are around me, uh, Scaricon. Usually, it's like a very, a very, uh, very small con. I, I would kind of compare it to maybe like the Ohio version of Cinema Wasteland. So, it's, which I really, really love. <clears throat> Um, let's see, who, who did they just announce for that? They announced uh, their first guest was Heather Langenkamp, even though I was seeing her in Texas. So that was kind of like their, their their big one. And then now they just announced the, uh, the Phantasm 40th anniversary. Oh, cool. Oh, so jealous. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And then the the big one is probably in Jersey, so four hours some other way. I, I don't know, north and south and shit. But uh, Monster Mania, that's probably like the that's the big one kind of around my, my little world over here on the East Coast. I'm just trying to get into that one, just so you know. It seems like if you're not doing Texas Frightmare, you're doing Monster Mania. Yeah, yeah, there's like two. Or Spooky Empire, which is going on uh, right now this weekend. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where are they? Based out of Florida, right? Yeah, I believe they're uh, Orlando. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. No, Monster Man. They have they have some really good guests thus far. They have uh, Robert England. They got Clive Barker. Uh, Doug Doug Bradley. They have a, a I forget which ones, but they have a, a few a few cast members from the Haunting of Hill House that are going to be there. I told Philip to sign us up because we like to go to Monster Mania and have a booth. So hopefully that can happen. And Trans World's going on right now, too. That's where I should be. <laughs> Trans World? Mm-hmm. The Haunt Con. I've, I've never heard of Trans World. No. Yeah, Trans World. It's the big haunt convention for, for haunts. It's so much fun. Are they the ones that show all the new, um, not decorations per se, but all the animatronics and stuff that will be yeah. coming out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. Well, I, I think you showed me a pumpkin head one from last year, I believe. Yeah. 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 I posted a whole bunch of pictures from last year when I went. Um, we just had too much going on this weekend, so we can't go. But yeah, it's a lot of fun, though. I mean, if you love Halloween, you love haunted houses. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Where, uh, where is that convention based out of? It's in St. Louis. St. Louis? Oh. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are there right now. So yeah, sounds like uh, sounds like the, the horror world is thriving. A lot of a lot of good guests coming to a lot of good conventions around uh, around all of us. So that's yes. that's great. That's good. Good year. All right, so. Uh, so I read about this, and it it kind of drove me bonkers with it. How much would you guys pay, like max, to get into a convention? Just to get into it? Just to get into it? Man, the the autograph price hike, you know, over the uh, like the last like few years, it's skyrocketed. It's yeah. The, Oh man, I'll let somebody else answer this. I'm I mean, j- j- just ticket base. Don't don't even factor in the autographs. Um, <clears throat> not not even the hotel. Just the uh, ticket for entry. Okay, so no VIP, no package, just general admission. Uh, we go packages. I, I will say packages because uh, some of these are packages. But... Okay. Well, I mean, based off the the Texas Frightmare VIP package, I mean, what, what was that? Two fifty, and um, that's that's what I kind of jumped on. So I'd probably say two fifty is my max. Two. Yeah. Okay. So two. So uh, it seems like most of us got the VIP package. There is a convention going on this summer, um, in June. It will be the thirty fifth anniversary of Ghostbusters. Oh wow! Wizard World is doing a convention. On the Sony lot for Ghostbusters, just straight up Ghostbusters. Tickets for a child, fifteen years and younger, okay. is a hundred dollars. Packages awesome. for the adults, and I believe they cl- they called them classes, <laughs> if I remember right. Um, there was, I believe, four different classes. Went from anywhere from. Five hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollars. Woo! No, thank you. Is that something wow. you guys ride around for? like to get to catch some ghosts? Wow! <laughs> well, I would say the the two highest packages. Um, you got photo ops and autographs from 
um, I believe most of the original Ghostbusters. So Dan Aykroyd, um, a few of the art cast members from uh, one or two, Ivan Reitman. Um, the $1,500 one, you got breakfast with Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. I can, I can never pay that price tag, no matter what it includes. That's just too much for me. Yeah. Well, that's why, because I, I, I was talking about that with my friend, and he's like, it is, he's like, it's Los Angeles. They, they pay that stuff for shoes. I'm like, but it's a convention. Like, you're talking about everyone across the states, maybe even the world, having to <laughs> shell out that type of money for a three-day ticket. And it's on the Sony lot, right? Yeah, I don't uh, remember which uh, lot it is. I know it said Sony in uh, Los Angeles. So I believe yeah, whatever they buy something in. I wonder if there's going to be like some sort of like sets rebuilt, or if maybe that's a part of like the package. Well, they, they said Friday night they're screening the original Ghostbusters. Um, so I'm trying to. Uh, since you're the Los Angeles man, wh- where was the studios at? Was that Culver? Um, let's see. Like a Disney was over in uh, Burbank. Um, let's see. Fox. They were kind of. They were over. I want to say Culver City. That's where Fox is. Okay, so I think it was that area. <clears throat> okay, so that's kind of like towards like a Beverly Hills ish. That's 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 up in that that area. So, but I mean, would you? For, I guess, it being the special event, um, special occasion, w- would you shell out the money for that one-time thing? No. No. I mean, I'm a cheap bastard regardless, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, so so I'm not the only one here. I mean, for those yeah. that did shell out the money and are going, uh, more power to you. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I will watch uh, Ghostbusters at home, yeah, with exactly. a picture of Danny Aykroyd by my side. <laughs> oh, very. I'll Photoshop it. I got you covered. Five bucks, <laughs> fiber. <laughs> and have a bowl of cereal. There's your breakfast. <laughs> right. uh, that's that's uh, kind of an outrageous price. Wow, I uh, that's wow. And it went up to went up to fifteen hundred max. What's included yeah, it, in that fifteen hundred price package? Um, it, it was breakfast, uh, photo ops. Uh, you got certain uh, merchandise um, with it, but I mean, I don't, I, I'm probably going to be spending that much anyways at Texas Frightmare. But I mean, who, who needs merchandise from cheap vendors when you can spend t- spend your hard earned dollars at a great place like Nightmare Toys? Exactly. Oh, plug. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Get your very own good guy doll. <laughs> Get the commercial rolling. <laughs> funny. Right. Shameless plug. We, we gotta, we, you know, we have to promote our own, all right? You know, I, I gotta say, she is uh, not not only Christy, but uh, Tim over and Nightmare Toys, they are very fast oh, with shipping. I ordered <laughs> something I literally get it two days later. You do realize it's just me and Tim doing it too. So there, there you go. Literally just two people. I get it done. (laughs) I was at work at the store. They are the store. I was at. She, she's always got 
well, not always, but the sales that she has going on normally, um, I believe it's been 15% off lately, yeah. um, yeah. with everything in the store. Yeah. She, she don't hold back. Like if you want it, 15% off. <laughs> there is a reason why I do the 15% off because, because you lose to... money on 50% off. <laughs> no, but there's, um, some companies I can't get, I can't put things on sale any more than that. So just to make it easy, I just do the 15. That's why. So other words, a certain uh, manufacturer has your hands tied. Right. And then there, even with that, there's a couple of things I can't put on sale at all with some things. So. Yeah, so we'll, we'll leave that for another time. Right. But there's that. <laughs> all right so am i the last one for the conventions i feel like um yeah you are the last one all right well waiting on you <laughs> uh, i would say uh you you touched upon it earlier cinema cinema wasteland is always a favorite of mine to go to um they have theirs coming up april uh was that fourth or was fifth sixth seventh um at strongsville at holiday inn the theme normally they have a theme this time around it is a reunion for i drink your blood which if anyone has seen it knows just how grotesque and violent that movie is from the 70s i think i've seen that so they they normally come around twice a year um once in the spring once in the fall so I'll probably hit up the one in the fall since uh, Texas is so close here. Um, we have uh, Retro Invasion Weekend happening in Westlake this summer. That one I'm really excited for because it is a very seldom sleepaway camp reunion. <gasps> so Melissa Rose is going to be there. Um, kid that played Ricky is going to be there. Jonathan Tiersten. Yes. Uh, Mr. Joe Bob Briggs is going to be there. Who? <laughs> Who? Uh, <laughs> Diane Franklin is going to be there. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. Yes. So, and, and many, many, uh, more. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, hopefully I'm able to make it. Because otherwise, I'm going to be very sad. Um, how about anything that's not con related? Anything horror wise that you guys look forward to every year? Um, Farmer, I know that you have the Salem Horror Fest that happens through October. Um, and the lineup this year is amazing. It is a pretty damn good lineup. The- Last year's was pretty awesome too. They just uh, they always seem to outdo themselves, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be in this area for that. Especially you know, going to Salem in general is pretty badass. Anyway, I gotta make it up there. I want to see Salem. Uh, Mr. Faye, do you have any uh, anything happening throughout the year Nothing. that you like to go to? Nothing happens here at Center City, USA. I mean. It is what you think it is here. We're just a bunch of country boys trying to do no harm. 
All right. Right. Well, when, when you have to hitchhike to get out of there to go to the to go to the big old city, I mean, wh- where do you go? Hmm. I don't know. I don't do a whole, like Frightmare is my one big thing every year, and then of course Halloween season. I'm always trying to do as much as I can, but n- nothing nothing special here. Uh, just it's, to touch on uh, Salem Horror Fest, it, it seems like, the, oh yeah, that's right, they have a John Waters Live, they have a meet and greet with John Waters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, we're we're thick in the Bible belt, like bad, so anything <laughs> I'm an satanic, <laughs> so right, <laughs> we, get, we get shunned pretty bad if we try to hold something big. There's protesters and shit, it gets bad. Yeah. Uh, Christy, do you guys have anything... Um, do you look forward to all year? Um, honestly, doesn't have to be con wise, but like anything. Well, I've already done what I, I went to the Halloween Expo in New Orleans in January. I look forward to that, which I've done that already. But there's not a whole lot around here either. They just um, any of our haunts or anything fun like that's like an hour away, or you have to go to Nashville or Atlanta or something like that. They don't do a lot of that around here kind of boring around here so eh. mm-hmm. bible belt here too so <laughs> right so, so we got two people in the bible belt where <laughs> us two city boys are living in sin apparently praise oh, yeah y'all going to hell <laughs> all right well for myself um had mentioned uh, seeing the thing on the big screen uh, last year. Um, our drive-in does what is called a he- uh, retro horror night. Every Halloween, they show four horror movies on the big screen from dusk until I, I think it was... Dawn? Uh, no, it's not dawn. <laughs> um, I, I believe it was uh, we got out maybe four in the morning or so. Like the film started at 9 p.m. So that's really cool. So we had that. And then every year we have uh, an event here called 12 Hours of Terror that happens at the Capitol Theater um, downtown. As literally as it sounds, it is a film festival that goes from 8 p.m. until, well, it's supposed to be 8 a.m. They, they keep going by it by a long shot. <laughs> so some of the past films they've done was uh, Hellraiser. Uh, last year we got the new 4K resolutions of Phantasm and Bubba Hotep, and those were amazing. Classic. I haven't nice. seen Bubba Hotep yet. Bubba Hotep is one of the probably best Bruce Campbell movies you'll find out there. Outside the Evil Dead franchise, that is probably Wrong. his best for me. Don't you dare say Congo. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. I like the woods. Have y'all seen that? <laughs> I was, the, the, the woods was good, but it wasn't like Bubba Hotel. Well, I'm sure, yeah. I need to watch that. All right. Is there a is there any horror movie 
or just any movie in general that any of you just refuse to watch? Not even because it's like scary, you just hate it. <laughs> you know, it's labeled as a yeah. horror movie, and it, I was so mad when I saw in theaters that I actually wanted my money back, and that was open water. For a premise to where it was two people scuba diving and get left behind and then get surrounded by sharks, it's just nothing but them yelling at each other in the water with no goddamn sharks. I kind of like it. It's a true story, though, isn't it? Right? It is. But what they failed to mention is that the people survived. I say I they ended up on some island somewhere close to them, and they survived. Oh. Boo. <laughs> sure enough, I got my money back. <laughs> what about you, Christy? What's what's that movie? Oh, everybody's going to hate me when I say it. <laughs> I cannot stand Shaun of the Dead. How dare you! I know. I just, I don't. Oh. It's not, I know. I know a lot of people love that movie, but I'm not a fan of that movie at all. I'm not a real big fan of comedy horror, although there are some that I do like, but I, yeah, I don't like Shaun of the Dead. Sorry. Okay, you're forgiven. <laughs> okay. At Monster Mania Con, Nick Frost got added to the guest lineup. First con in the US, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> So for if you hate Shaun of the Dead, let them know. <laughs> what about you, Faye, all day? Well, since it's fresh in my head, since it's been mentioned a couple times, I hate Phantasm. You know, I, I will say Phantasm is, the whole series is very much an acquired taste. Like, th- this is a film series that has gone... It tastes like shit. Uh, what, almost three decades to tell one story. If you really, because what? The first one was uh, 76, Boring. 77, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. And they just came out with the fifth one. Yeah. But there's what? so many sides to a story. <laughs> that, that's true. I personally love it. Like, if you watch them all in one sitting, it is one continuously long story. It's about the length of the extended edition of Return of the King. Um, oh boy! Yeah, yeah. So if you got the time, I, I highly no, recommend I it. But it, you know, <laughs> you're not wrong, Faye. I, I know plenty of people that do not like Phantasm. If I ever need to take a nap, I'll put that movie in. It puts me right to sleep. I know they did that whole series. Um, what Joe Bob did it on Shutter. At Christmas time, completely threw yeah. everyone off. Yeah. He skipped yeah, turned the it off. best one of uh, the series, being the second one. Yes, because of them destroying the car. That's the only one I like. Is part two. He refused to show part two because they destroyed the car. <laughs> okay, good man. So, uh, how about you, Mister Farmer? What what is your no go. <sighs> <laughs> the second that they announced that they were remaking Cabin Fever, <laughs> that oh, bothered that the, the shit out of me. 
because I love the original Cabin Fever, and then it just spawned off all those terrible sequels. But hey, you know, I I happen to like Cabin Fever too, pretty much because it was a continuation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that remake though. Oh my god, why? Why? And it was like a horrible remake. I remember in like the early developments, it was like, oh, it's going to be the same movie just to refilm, the same script, the same everything. And that should, I wanted to rip my face off. I hated it so much. <laughs> I, was, I remember seeing the original Cabin Fever when, uh, before it even went um, wide release. They were doing test screenings at one of the colleges, and you had to have an ID. Me and my friend got in somehow without being college kids. So here we are. I, we were probably, um, I don't even know how old that film is, honestly. Pr- probably just started high school, about. And we went inside, and it was one of the best films I had seen for a while. Like, it was gory, but it was funny. And it was a good time. you're you're right that that remake was complete shit. <laughs> it's like the Psycho remake. There's bullshit. Oh my god, shot. so bad. <laughs> we ignore the Psycho remake. Oh what god. remake? <laughs> yeah, that there is no remake. Faye. Only the, the, the remake for me was the TV show, which was phenomenal. Bates Motel. Bates Motel was one of the best shows. Love Bates Motel. over the past few years. Yeah, very good. I've only seen four episodes. It's so good. <laughs> you got a long. You have to keep go. watching it. It's a little slow at first. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah, it it's, it always seems like a good show. I don't know. Just like I watched like the first four, it just didn't really grab me. All right. Well, I was say all right. So since we're on this remake kick, um, I know. That we, we do have a few remakes coming out this year. Um, yeah. We have Child's Play. We got uh, Pet Cemetery literally coming up um, around the corner. Uh, we have Chapter Two of It. Um, I'm sure we'll be hit with something else down the line. But w- what is your guys' feelings on remakes? Yay, nay? I don't think it's necessary, although some remakes I think have been a little bit better than the original, but not very many. But um, I don't think it's necessary. Which like which which movie. remakes do you think were better than the original? Oh, we can come back to you, but I'm I'm interested. Well, I want to know. Okay, this is probably another one people are probably gonna hate me for, but um, Evil Dead. I really like the remake better than I do the original movie. Sorry, I can see that. No, the remake. No, I would say the the remake for Evil Dead. It it didn't really feel like a remake. It seemed like, um, I I don't want to say a reboot or retooling, but it, it felt like it was its own thing. It had yeah. its own identity in that universe. I felt. Yeah. Um. R- really, the only connection really was what you had the cabin, um, the book, and really the title. That, that was I think really that's it. what a remake is, though, is like you, you take the same concept and same idea, but then... Yeah, but I mean, a, a remake normally has characters that you already know and love from the original films. This one, there was no Ash. Um, I mean, Bruce Campbell just cameoed very briefly 
And even then, that seemed like they really didn't need it. Um, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe I could be wrong. I personally think that if you're going to remake something, you know, m make it your own thing. Like, you don't need to just copy the original, because that's just going to piss people off. Yeah, Cabin Fever Psycho. Hello. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will even say Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, pretty much that last hour was the original condensed. <clears throat> I, 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 what he did with the first hour of the movie, I mean, I'll give him credit for. Um, I don't know if we really need to feel sorry for Michael and see how he became the rampaging lunatic that he was, but uh, I mean, at least he tried something different. Um, me personally, I think that the work cut that got leaked, which I believe it's still out there. Um, I don't even. It may even be on the Screen Factory box set. I don't even know, but the work print that was put out before the theatrical, in my opinion, was much better. Yeah. I, I fucking it. hate remakes. <laughs> they, I feel like people only do remakes because they can't come up with something better to fucking do. So they right. have to make these goddamn remakes and it pisses me off. Yeah. Especially that Rob Zombie Halloween. Lori <laughs> okay, Strode bothered the shit out of me. It's hard to care for a character when you just hate them so much. <laughs> okay, but I mean, you do have those remakes that do it right. I mean... You look at David Cronenberg's uh, The Fly. Absolutely amazing. That was good. The Blob you, was good. I would say, yeah, you Blob got good. Chuck Russell's The Blob. You have uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Fuck yeah. I will even go and say, and a lot of people, it, it seems to be a 50-50 split. But uh, what Zack Schneider did with Dawn of the Dead, which just hit 15 years, I felt was amazing. I loved it. I yeah, did it. Uh, did you think that the Poltergeist remake was amazing? We don't talk about that either. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I will give them the 3D. The 3D in that movie, amazing. The story itself, blah. <laughs> Sam Rockwell could do better. I'm just saying. Tim just said House on Haunted Hill. That was a good okay, one. Okay, I, I will give him House on Haunted Hill. That was another really good remake. Yeah. Yeah, a remake that we have down the pipeline is uh, Candyman. Yeah, I was like, how, how do you how do you feel about that? They um, it was announced that they found their Candyman. Um, I'm not even going to pronounce his name because I will just butcher it. But he was the uh, villain in Aquaman. I gotta say, he does look like a young Tony Todd. Do you feel like he will do his own with it? I know, I know Jordan Peele, who is mm -hmm. producing it, um, wouldn't attempt it if he didn't feel comfortable doing it. Um, do you right. see them going back to uh, the book and trying to create their own from that? Do you see them uh, 
taking the original film, reworking it to a modern day setting. Uh, how do yeah. you feel it's going to go down? I think it's a rework. I, I think yeah, they go I with the rework, the original. You, you don't think they'll just go from the source material, try to do their own thing? I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll add in splices of kind of like his his own his own vision within like within it. But I, I just think it's going to be more based off like what we've seen. Yeah, I agree. And I'm though for me, excited it's... to see how they go with it, though. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I mean, when I when I look at it, I mean, Michael Myers they butchered that with Rob Zombie, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the in the remake fell flat. I mean, <laughs> Candyman. I just it's going to be the same thing. I don't know. Even even though the the hype going going with the, the you know with Peel, but I just I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy in. Okay. Okay. How, how do you feel about the remakes that we had this year? Like we have Pet Cemetery coming out, which. In the second trailer, they revealed the twist of the movie, which I was confused on why they did it. Um, and I'm not going to spoil it because some people avoid the trailers like crazy. Um, but then the reviews coming out of South by Southwest said how brilliant and amazing it was and truly how scary the actual film is. Are, are you buying the hype? Do you think it's just uh propaganda how do you how do you feel about it? i'm excited for it i think yeah i'm excited for it like, like the... i do watch the trailers i think it, it i think it looks it looks like they really made a nice polished horror movie like it's got the creepy tones and all that and and then john lithgow i think he's gonna crush it i mean yeah it's hard to replace fred gwynn but if that was a good decision on on that yeah, I, I think that if there was anyone that could replace Fred Gwynn, it would have been uh, John Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was perfect casting choice there. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna see it for sure. Opening weekend. Yeah, I, I think I'm fifty. I think I'm torn on that because the two directors who were doing that, they did Starry Eyes, and that was a smash for like the indie world for horror. Like that was a great film. So like, Starry- I know that they can. Yeah. yeah. Starry Eyes is one of those movies to where you kind of have to watch it a couple times. Like the the first time you watch it, your your head just feels so melted because of what you just saw. Yeah. That it takes you a couple times to process it. Yeah, I, I feel those two definitely know how to construct a scare. So I I feel like like they're just like their their timing and like I I I do trust them as filmmakers, but I don't know. I, I think that maybe some of those reviews were maybe maybe bought. You know, maybe maybe it's a media hype, but just uh, you know, it's, it's sell the movie because it's coming out. But I don't know. I'm I'm torn on it. All right, and then I'm going to go there, even though I have a feeling I know what we're all going to say. Oh God, Child's Play. Uh. <laughs> the, the, every, uh, <laughs> I, I I've told everyone how I felt about it, and the, uh, even. Um, Brian, you and Christy at the same time. I said the one thing that they cannot do the entire marketing campaign is show that doll because they already have enough hate on them as is. Yeah. And what happened? Footage of the doll got leaked out. Yeah. And there's already companies making the dolls. So do do you feel like we should give it a fair shot? Do you do you feel like these? developers making these dolls already 
um, are kind of, you know, just blowing their load too quickly for it. Um, long, yeah. I mean, the trailer itself you... did not look bad. I will say that. No, it didn't look bad, but I'm not like that all that excited about it though. I'll go watch it, but out of curiosity, but I don't think it needs I don't think it needs to be done. Well, not while like we already have the original still going strong with the TV show coming up and everything. Right, exactly. Yeah, which how do you guys feel about that now? Um, I'm excited. You about you, that. you have MGM, who for, they did ask um, the original creators to come on board and be producers for the remake, and they they politely turned them down. But now all the interviews coming out are it's pretty much them bashing this remake because they knew that it shouldn't be done while the or um, the original franchise is still going strong. I mean, here's a franchise now getting a TV show. Um, it is uh, set six, seven films in now. I feel. Yeah. Which, which, which one? Cult. Cult was the last one, correct? Right. I, correct. I, yeah. I feel like what that was six. I, I feel. Let's see. Seven. Uh, yeah. Two, three. Seven. Five. Six. Yep. Seven. Seven. So, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I will give it a chance. I, I will go in open-minded. Yeah. But as I feel as, like it's. I, well, I feel like they're going to do Chucky, more damage than good. As long yeah. as Chucky is not killing everybody via Bluetooth, I shouldn't be too pissed off about it. <laughs> well, because it sounds like they're like doing the whole robot thing with him. Like he's just going to be fully electronic. And so if he's all randomly like connecting to people's shit via Bluetooth and killing them that way, I'm like, fuck this. Well, is his name? And I hope Buddy? he doesn't have a voice either. I hope he doesn't talk at all. I don't want him to speak. No, it, it did come out in the trailer that the doll's name is Chucky. It is Chucky. Okay. It is Chucky. I can't remember. Um, Buddy is, I guess, the brand. Okay, the gotcha. Okay. I, iPhone's definitely thrown some money in for that eye at the end. <laughs> right. Obviously. Um. So, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm standing. I'm, I'm standing with Don Mancini. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. I'm on the, the Don Mancini. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely on Don's side, but I still, I feel I have to give it due diligence to at least see it once before I could fully say, oh, this is the biggest piece of crap ever. Yeah. Well, I'm always going to give a movie a chance before I completely shit on it, but I mean. Well, I, I mean, I'm just I'm gonna shit on it regardless. So yeah, <laughs> you shit on everything regardless. This this is not true. I I don't shit on the Lost Boys. I don't shit on um, Nightbreed, Hellraiser, anything Barker's ever done. So eh, pick and choose. I have something that I can say that would make you shit on the Lost Boys. How about uh, the TV show with the Frog Sisters? Oh my god! <laughs> what the hell? Ah, gotcha. we, we will we will save that for <laughs> another episode. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're saving that. We're saving that. That's yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully with the special guest. Hopefully, hopefully, one of the Frog Sisters. <laughs> now the Child's Play TV series is that going to be on Sci Fi? Yes, it, it was announced it was going to be on Sci Fi. Which okay. I mean, to today's standards, 
you could get away with a lot yeah on tv after a certain hour um it's been proven with uh american horror story Story. (laughs) the 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 last uh, few seasons have really pushed the boundaries yeah um the purge on sci-fi or not sci-fi usa um that definitely pushed boundaries um and you got some other shows out there too so I think uh, what we're probably another year away, probably before we even see anything for the TV show. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely more excited about that. I want to say so much, but I'm holding back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't hold back! <laughs> I have to hold back. I think we have what, three more episodes to go before we touch it, so I'm just, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm going to fucking explode. <laughs> you're going to touch it. You're going to molest it. You're going to explode all over it. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have There's a question that. for y'all then. Have y'all, and I had Tim watch this today. He ended up liking it. Have y'all watched um, the Puppet Master Littlest Reich movie yet? I have yeah. now watched it. I um, I really I, liked it. I got it in 4K. Um, they had it on sale for six bucks or something like that. I still haven't watched it. It's really gory. I really liked it. I liked it. They had a panel for it last year at Frightmare that I attended, and they revealed like the puppets for it and everything. Yeah. And and I I recorded the trailer with my phone, and that made my YouTube channel Andrew Fay all day blow up pretty pretty big there. But uh, they they were really cool, and they they promised they were like it's gonna be all practical except for like a few bar removals, like like rod removal and shit like that. And so I was very excited since then, and it felt like that they were never gonna release it. Yeah. And actually, the panel was two years ago, so that's why I was like, man, are they ever gonna release this movie that I been excited for? And then they finally did, and I I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, uh, especially with the kills, the, the yeah. movie itself. Yeah, you know, but it was fun to watch all the different crazy kills that they had, like the dude pissing on his own head. Spoiler alert. <laughs> was... Well, what it, it was a different uh, distribution <laughs> company, right? It wasn't Full Moon this time Full that Moon, had no. done it. Who, who was it? Was it Lionsgate? Was it? Uh... Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember now. I know one company it was not. It was wasn't that good? Puppet Master. Shutter. Shutter. Like. The new one? Yeah. Well, it's on Shutter now. Yeah. Yeah, but I know it's on Shutter. It's on Shutter, but I think Shutter made it. The new one. I mean, it was distributed by uh, RLJE Films. Okay. okay. So I, uh, I think they, they get Image Image Entertainment. Yeah. Image Entertainment. All right. So I don't know who released it on disc, but it, it was probably them. Um. But speaking of Shutter, I caught it last night because they added it yesterday. Did anyone catch the new Critters? I did. Not I watched yet. it last night. Not yet. What What pissed uh, me off? I was like, I have oh, cool. so it's, many questions. It's got like, I, I was excited because it's going to be an episodic like show. And I'm like, sweet. Yeah, the, and then I see the, the, the runtime is like fucking 10 you, minutes for each episode. Yes, the, the, the build for it was that it was going to be a TV show. So everyone in their minds, TV shows probably means anywhere from 20 minutes to maybe an hour literally the episodes are 10 minutes or less yeah 
the entire runtime of the series is shorter than an hour than one of the movies right and it was frustrating too because you're watching it but then you have to after nine minutes of watching an episode quote unquote then you have to Find your damn remote and switch it over. Yes, yeah, which and so now because it doesn't now, continuously play. Essentially, you, it's a web series for critters. Essentially, that's what it is. That's it's a YouTube pretty much what it was. Series. It, yeah, it pretty exactly. much was. Like I felt like they could have just released it as a film. Um, I personally thought they could have done better with it. But then again, it's been yeah. so long since we had anything critters. Yeah. If I was going to rate it as a movie, like on a one to 10 scale, I'd give it like a four. Yeah. I figure what the last critters film was 92, 93, somewhere that period. So, I mean, it's a couple decades since we had anything critters. And like the zinger in this series is so stupid. And uh... <laughs> I mean, the creators were fun at some parts, but yeah, the the storyline and the and their big twist and oh, it kind of gave me a headache a little bit. Oh. Yeah, give it give it a solid four. Well, yeah. All right, well, l- let's get into the nitty gritty now because this whole episode is devoted to demons. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals, and the cities will be your tombs. Will you survive it? Demons. Now, when when was the first time you guys all saw demons? For for me, I I was a late bloomer when it came to this. I was... A young lad just out of high school working at a video store. Uh, yeah, I was late on watching Demons. Um, I would say probably just a few years ago I watched it for the first time, to be honest with you. Yeah, same. Uh, but I own it was, now. Like last year. I love it. I love it too. But yeah, the first time I watched it was last year. I For some reason, I never even like heard of it until... I started getting into the thick of like the horror community and I kept yeah. hearing the name getting dropped all the time. And I was like, okay, I got to watch this movie. Yeah. And, I, and I loved it. Yeah. It was a brisk <laughs> night in the fall of 2009. Seemed like yesterday is when I saw demons. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those movies now that seems to be picking up more and more momentum. Um, you see a lot more merchandise for it, uh, whether it be pins, t-shirts, um, I masks. believe they're the masks. Um, I uh, I believe there's a Greta bobblehead out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Um, so let's just dive right into this movie. I mean, you have two of the top Italian horror maestros out there come together. This is pretty much Italy's version of uh, Stephen King and George A. Romero, for the most part, I will say. Yeah. Who's first? Yeah, I'd agree with that assessment. I mean, uh, I think so. Argento's fucking awesome. How, How can you not? How can you not? Oh, I got to have a cigarette with the man. He was he was really cool. 
You know what? I, I think we need to stop right now. I, I think we need to let Faye tell everyone his Argento story. Oh, Circa yeah. Texas Frightmare. Please, please, yeah. the floor is yours. Two two Frightmares ago, uh, completely hammered. I'm standing outside with a couple of buddies, and then all of a sudden, his handler comes up to us and asks if we have a cigarette for Dario Argento. And of course, one of my buddies goes, well, can I give it to him myself? And he's like, sure. So then the handler leaves and then comes back with Argento. And then Argento stood in a little powwow with us. And I'm just in there like mind blown with the whole one eye open because I was schnockered. And I was like, oh my God, that's Dario Argento. Hey, guys, look. He's like fanboying out. Did you have a heart on? No, because uh, I had whiskey dick, so no no hard on. <laughs> it seems to be an everyday thing for you, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> it is, unfortunate. <laughs> but yes, I mean, that was just, I don't remember what we ever talked about. I remember him saying that he doesn't really like demons. Like he wasn't, a, he's not a big fan of it. Oh, really? Because yes. he didn't that... direct it. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't direct it, but he did write it. Um <laughs> Which is kind of the odd thing. He is one to know not to like demons. But the director said it is his personal favorite that he has done. And that's coming from a guy that was a part of Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, he was like, what, the the assistant director of that, right? Right. Just uh, for those who don't know, Demons came out in 1985. Directed by Lamberto Bava. Good year. Produced Legend by Dario Argento. Great year. 85 was a good year for all kinds of movies. Yeah, I was say 85 was kind of like not the boom for horror, but that was like the era where horror really got strong. Yeah. It, it was the boom for awesome babies because I was born in 85. I was, I was 85 as well. <laughs> I wasn't even a thought yet. Oh my god, y'all. And now I'm old. We all a bunch of babies. Yes. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I was born the year of Halloween, so there you go. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Can anyone guess what the budget was for Demons? Ooh, um, a few Coke cans full of cocaine. <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe because it was '85, so. Budgets were a lot cheaper back then. Um, I'm going to say maybe 50000 50000 Wow. You cheap bastard. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Faye? What about you, Chrissy? Um, mm. Terrible at guessing budgets. Let's see. Maybe 100000 I'll go with that. Right around there. $1.8 million. Really? There is no way. One point eight million was the budget for demons. That is absolutely insane. Really? No, I mean you figure movies weren't even getting that back then. I mean, unless you were a big time franchise, like that was an afterthought. At least in the oh. horror world. That's crazy. Yeah, kind of looking at uh, Argento's scheme of movies, it seems like nothing was ever made for like cheaper than a million. The man demanded respect. He is the Italian James Cameron. 
Well, yeah, it doesn't mean like a lot of blood there. and gore and pus, so I guess that costs a lot of money. <laughs> All right, Brian, th- take us on memory lane. How does how does demons open? Okay, so Paint the picture. <laughs> so for those that have not seen demons, which if you haven't, you probably should. It starts with the girl getting off the subway train, being chased around by a guy uh, wearing. Looked like half that mask was embedded into his face. Mm-hmm. We're going to call him Tin Man for right now. And she is given a movie ticket to a screening at the Metropole. So she takes a friend. They go to the screening. And all hell breaks loose. All because of a mask. Why? Because you shouldn't touch things. That's right. You don't touch shit that doesn't belong to you. <laughs> mm. um, her, her, her friend in the movie, I believe her, uh, her name was Kathy. D- didn't she seem to have resting bitch face throughout the whole fucking thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why, because we were talking about this. Um, Cause I was, I think I was pretty much finishing it when you had started it. And I was saying how she looked like an eighties version of Megan Fox. Yeah, no, that's that's a very good comparison. That's she, she was the fox of '85. So, I mean, this would now be um, this would be well before popcorn came out, um, where a movie literally took place in a movie theater. Do, do you guys feel like? They could have done more with what they had. I mean, they were pretty much filming in a in an abandoned theater, so they could literally do anything they wanted, they as you saw the in the film. They they literally did destroy the shit out of it. Um, the bank. <clears throat> so you had the Metropole, which was the outside, which was an actual working theater concert hall. Uh, now, sadly, a nightclub, but the inside was an abandoned theater. So, I mean, do, do you feel like they could have done more with uh, what they had? Or do you feel it was perfect for that film? I think everything was good about it. I don't think they needed to do too much more, really. Uh, the, the practical effects were just phenomenal to me. Yeah. Because, like, I always admire practical effects, but I usually don't actually, like, feel pain watching them. But like yeah. when like the human teeth are getting pushed out by like fangs and shit. Yes. Oh god, I, I cringe. My mouth hurts. <laughs> well, I mean, oh. th- this was '85, so practical practical effects were really your only route. <laughs> and they they did an amazing job with it. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't even just the teeth. I mean, you have seen, um, where the blind man has eyes gouged out, which was funny its own. Right. I mean, the fact that you have a blind man at a movie theater with a handler um, <laughs> to help explain to him what is going on in the movie, because, you know, he he's just just listening to it isn't enough. Oh, wow. You know, the handler is doing more than just explaining the movie, right? They're a handler exactly. for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you had the eye gouge, you had the scene, um, where the girl is scalped 
like her hair gets ripped completely off. It's a good yeah. scene. I don't know. I mean, I, I knew this movie had balls the second in the theater when they have that, you know, like the mock movie, the movie within the movie playing, and then Motley Crue Save Our Souls hits. And then uh, we, we go to all like, the quick cut pans of all the different characters that are important throughout the film. I, I was like, fuck yeah, I was all in. It's a good soundtrack. It, the soundtrack really was great. I mean, you had Motley Crue, you had Billy Idol, you had Accept, uh, Rick Springfield, uh, you had Saxon, Go West. And even um, a lot of the soundtrack from the composer, uh, which now just goes by Goblin, um, it, it just it gave the movie what it really needed, that extra boost. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where the 1.8 million went. <laughs> <laughs> the part that makes me, like, actually look away, though, is when we're in the car with the cokeheads. And uh, they're scraping the, the coke off of the girl that looks like 12 years old. So I feel like I'm like, yeah. can I even legally watch this right now? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and yeah, the irony of uh, snorting coke out of a coke yeah. can. And then what? She, he ends up uh, cutting her uh, boob pretty much with the blade. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Not old enough. I don't know. I feel like Demons was like the epitome, like the soul of an 80s horror movie. Gore, punk, killer soundtrack, exploding pus pockets of green shit. What more could you ask for, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you, you had the movie pretty much, it, it's called Demons. So you, we know they're demons. Did anyone else get the vibe that it could have been a zombie film? Yeah. Like you, you had the main demon and, uh, Greta, and then from there, anyone who was uh, scratched, pussed on, been—they all turned instantly. Does anyone else feel like this could have just simply been a zombie film? Yes. I'm glad it wasn't. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it could have, it could have, but I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't go that way. Yeah, there's too many zombie films out there. <laughs> well, you, you gotta remember for for the eighties, I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot of zombies. Well, well that's what makes demons like uh watch rewatchable now because it's not just another zombie film because we now the nowadays they're everywhere. But yeah. This one you'll go watch because it's not a zombie film, it's a it's a demon film. So. Was it considered a video nasty? It, it it was in fact considered a nasty. Um, the video that the UK got uh, when it was originally released, it was banned uh, along with Evil Dead because they said it was uh, too much for the minds of the citizens to comprehend. Oh. So essentially, every <laughs> bit of gore was taken out, and they were given a watered down version. Damn the man saved the empire. The funniest part, Germany, it was never released. Hmm. It wasn't until after Demons 2 did the original Demons get released. 
that's interesting. So essentially, they just mind fucked everyone. Because Demons 2 is now Demons 1, and Demons 1 is now Demons 2. Exactly. <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> what grosses y'all out more? Pus, the green blood, or like red blood, or whatever? You know, the, the green blood didn't really bother me. The pus didn't bother me. It was the actual practical effects that made me cringe. Like, like I said, the girl who is scalped, that was just cringeworthy. Um, you have her friend who, for better words, was a prostitute because they were both with a pimp. Um, Lady of the night. The lady of the night, as she will. Uh, when, when she's on that stage after being attacked, and she, um, what she has the pus come out of her fingers. Um, her hands pretty much split apart from the demon coming out of her. Yeah. Um, really, the, at that point, that's when all hell broke loose in the movie. But for the practical effects that they did, almost. Um, I, I would say a la uh, Werewolf in London, almost. Um, yeah. Because when you kind of compare the two, shot for shot, they're they're kind of the same. Um, that 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 was probably the more sickening part of the movie, which is sad because you had that scene where they're riding through the theater on the motorcycle, swinging the uh, katana swords, samurai swords. Um, I mean that that just didn't seem to bother me. You had the the one demon's fingers stuck in the spokes of the bike, and then he revs it, and the fingers come like ripping right off. Yeah. Well, when they show a close up of that girl's fingernails, you know the her nails coming out, and then she scratches the floor. Ah, oh, that makes my hand <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Yeah. So th- that's what that you, it didn't it didn't cringe you um, when they were clawing at the doors or the walls because everything yeah. was faked out. So yeah. all their fingernails were being ripped off as uh, they were clawing. Yeah, it makes my fingers cringe. I was <laughs> fucking into it. I was like, "Fuck yeah, it's about to be crazy." So. Um, Fun fact, in the uh, in the 1999 video game Silent Hill, they actually have the Metropole as an image in the game. That they do. Um, in the game, it kind of seemed like it looked like a bar, but it was the same font and everything, so it's okay. I like it. Many years later, paying homage. I like it. I did not know that. I love fun facts. Hey, what was that? What was your overall view on the film? Like I said, I, I love practical effects, so I obviously love this film. Uh, <clears throat> that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I love that they destroyed the shit out of this theater. I love that the practical effects actually have effect on me, like physically. Uh, Storyline-wise, eh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's just demons taking over a movie theater, pretty much. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, if I had to like rate it, I'd give it like a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah. All right, let's get back to this here. There, there's a scene where they all race up to the projectors to stop the film from playing, and they show the projectors. They almost look like they're computers. Do, do you feel like they knew how film was going? That computers were going to run everything at a point because at that time, that what they were actual film projectors. Like, there, there were no computers involved. I think so, you're looking way too much into that. Well, why? <laughs> I don't think they were like, oh, in the future, we're going to have all sorts of technology. I think, I don't know. I, just, I, I mean, it up, that, I that was the whole point of Terminator, though, right? Like, the machines running the world? Yeah, but the, the, the machines are not running the world in, in this movie, though. They're, it's the demons. <laughs> but the demons weren't running the world. They were just killing people. <clears throat> It has been foretold. <laughs> All right. All right. But let's get to the laughable moments. I mean, obviously, it was Italian, but it was released in such bad dubbing. But I found it comical. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as bad as Japanese dubbing, but it was to a point to where it was almost there. I would say one of my favorite characters characters is the pimp. He was like a a, a smaller version of like Mr. T. <laughs> I was like, the actor actually comes back in Demons too, but as a different character. Oh. He comes back well. as a um, as a workout advisor at the gym that they have in the apartment buildings that the film takes place in well that's pretty cool i didn't know that i didn't either i gotta go back and rewatch that one so actually i've never seen demons 2 yet so that's that's gonna be a treat you know i actually kind of like demons 2 a little bit more i mean they they have more room to work with. I mean, the entire film takes place in a giant apartment building. So it's everyone a... trying to get out before the demons get to them. How about for the other uh, German horror fans? Is uh, this two work is like the first one, you know, with the reverse order that they have up there. Um, it does because it's its own story. Um, you, you had uh, Dario and uh uh, Lumberto, they both came back and did the second one literally the following year. Um, but it's, it's its own story. Like It doesn't involve the theater at all. Um, the effects are actually better in my opinion. Yeah, it's both um, like college students and they all get together at this building and have like a party or something, right? Wait, say that one more time. I said it's like a bunch of like college students or something, right? And they all are having a party at this apartment building complex, right? Um, there's something different. No, it's something different. Okay. No, this this was actual normal day people um, living in a giant tower uh, apartment building. You know, probably 
20 floors or so. Um, and it's pretty much floor by floor the demons are attacking. So, but they have um, they have a kid involved in it. Um, pets get involved in it. I own part two. I gotta go home and watch it tonight now. <laughs> I'm saying, but part two is definitely worth the watch. Um, so th- that it probably honestly the best of the series. I mean, you have a series here that um, had eight sequels. Eight. All of them completely different. Yeah, I I was going to say, I feel like like six out of that eight (laughs) were were different films that just stole the title of Demons. Yeah, yeah, and that's the sad part. Three of the eight went in territories known as Demon 3. All of them different films. Huh. Re- really, the only film which uh, lately it got a Blu-ray release, um, but it was known as Demons uh, '95, but it also came out as Cemetery Man. I like Cemetery Man. It that went that was classified as a Demons movie. Oh, I didn't know that. How do you guys feel with the blind character? I feel feel like some people like to give the blind character some uh, some flack. Well, they they knew that he was the joke of the movie. That 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 was like kind of the whole point. They they had a tongue in cheek moment with him. You know, here is sin in the theater. You know, yelling for his assistant or whoever. Who Liz, yeah, Liz, who in return left and started making out with a guy before they're brutally attacked, and the poor blind guy is just left there alone. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that. I, I you know, I, I know the, the blind guy is like the joke of the film, pretty much, but I like how Liz is basically next to him, getting finger banged, and then the shots cut back and forth from sniffing around like he's blind, but he knows what the fuck is going down. <laughs> <laughs> And he kept yelling too. Liz, Liz. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like we need a rating system for everyone's view on this film. I'm I'm, I'm looking for a rating system. Yeah, I gave mine. Um, I give it an eight. You give it an eight. All right. Yeah, I go. Brian, I'll, I'll let you go. You you tell me. You know, I'm going to go 7.5. 7.5, okay. 7.5. Faye, you're at 7, correct? Yes. Christy's at, uh, would you say 9? or eight. 8. 8. For me, I, I really did enjoy this film. I loved it a lot. So I think I'm going to give it 9 bloody razor blade nipples out of 10. All right. <laughs> Do do you feel it was the best work from both Argento and uh, Bava? I would say Bava is a director, yes. Um, Argento, I feel like he probably had a a larger hand aside from just producing. I feel like he probably helped Bava direct it in some cases. So him throwing his touch on it definitely helped, but I I think it was Bava's best work. Yeah. All right. See, for, for me, he did a film called Devilfish. 
I personally feel that is his best film. So for Devil you, fish. yes, for those who do that. not know about Devil's Fish, um, I do believe it is on Shudder, I believe, or uh, Prime. Is pretty much an octopus and a shark get genetically put together and okay. goes around terrifying beaches. Did uh, Sci-Fi put this out? <laughs> it they they did not. This um, I believe this was before Demons was even in existence. I'm gonna have to check this out. I mean, I have never okay. seen this film. Yeah, I was uh, hold on. I'm gonna pull it up right now. When was it made? Uh, it was made in 1984. So it oh. was literally, um before Demons was out. So, and you can watch it now on Prime for free. I'll have to go watch that now. If you haven't seen Devil's Fish, (laughs) go to Amazon Prime. For those looking for a good creature feature. And while you're watching it, shop online at Nightmare Toys. <laughs> exactly. All right. So here we are. Um, keep forgetting. 2019. Next year marks the 35th anniversary of Demons. Do you feel oh, wow. that a company will go bonkers with the Blu-ray release for it? Uh, I'm kind of playing my finger at Arrow Video right now in hopes. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean that that'd be pretty sweet. I would uh, I would definitely be on the lookout for that. They have a how about you? I mean, if they do it, I'll 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 I'll, I'll pick it up for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. And then. Um, and since we were talking about remakes earlier, uh, I'm looking at you, Farmer. A couple of years ago, there was talk of them remaking this, possibly in 3D. How do you feel about that? <clears throat> as far as I know, it's not in any foreseeable plans for anybody. So let's keep it that way. <laughs> remaking what in 3D? In 2016... There was talk of them remaking Demons, possibly in 3D. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. Hopefully, it doesn't. Yeah, I was about to say that, too. (laughs) Hopefully, it doesn't. (laughs) I mean, it already has one. 2016 was the big blow-up of the 3D, though. And then 3D kind of died off. Yeah, I feel like we would have gotten it by now if it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they've already had the six shit storms that have followed. So, I mean, I think that they should just leave it alone. All right. So, and before we uh, close it out here, let's talk about this soundtrack. So, uh, you had the amazing soundtrack, but with every soundtrack comes amazing artwork. I personally feel like the soundtrack artwork was much better than what the posters had. So, so for those 
that have the posters have seen the posters. It was a, the demons walking up the theater steps. The soundtrack had it, which actually, Farmer, you have it on your cover for your VHS. It is a severed hand holding the theater seats. It was used for the soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. And the, I hadn't seen that before. And the video releases. Do, do you prefer the soundtrack artwork or do you prefer the original artwork? Well, I'm now I prefer that. the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah the, the, like the soundtrack that. artwork is so much more enticing than the other one. Like, that makes me want to go out and buy the fucking thing. Yes. Agreed. That's really cool. So we're all in accordance that the soundtrack artwork was better. I would say so. Yeah. All right. Well, before we sign off here, <laughs> is there any last words anyone would like to say about demons? They'll make cemeteries their cathedrals and tombs your cities. It was a great fucking movie and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it too. Yeah, touche. Touche. All right, so so bottom consensus. If you haven't seen Demons, do yourself a fucking favor. Get Shudder and watch this movie. Hell, go buy the movie. It's definitely worth owning. I believe it's uh, out through Synopsis Films right now. Um, I believe they got one and two. So just go buy them. Just just own them. And whatever you do, don't steal the movie. Because if you pirate movies... You're the asshole. <laughs> All right. Well, that that is going to conclude our very first Debut. podcast for the Outsiders of Horror. 